Hey, what's up, everybody? This is your host, Kirby. This is another episode of Straight to the Dome. I have a couple friends with me tonight. Um, I have my co-host, Pulse, over here. And I got a guest uh, for the first time, Christian. Christian, how you doing, man? What you been up to? Doing good, man. Just chilling out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, same here. Same here. Eventful week, that's for sure. Uh, Great 420. Uh, Spent a lot of time at the beach. Got my got my tan on. Look, uh, look a little bit Mexican, so that's a plus. <laughs> I'll be uh, be ready for Cinco de Mayo, but uh, yeah, man. Uh, so you, uh, the first time I met you, man, it was on the job, and uh, I pulled up, and uh, we hit it off pretty well. Uh, asked about the stickers in the back of your vehicle, and uh, you were telling me a little bit about it. So tell us a little bit about yourself, man. Uh, where do you come from? How'd you grow up? Uh, and some of these stories yeah, we, we wanted to cover. Well, yeah, I'm a Florida boy. I, I grew up in South Florida. Um, I grew up uh, fishing and um, right up on the water there. And it's more of like a fishing community. Um, it's called Lighthouse Point, but more closer to Pompano Beach. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's kind of like a small town that's tucked. It would be kind of like um, how Fort White is kind of tucked between High Springs and Lake City. Um, that would have been kind of the town I grew up in down there, which is, it's right on the water. And, um, a lot of guys go into like the fishing industry, whether it be, um, like commercial fishing or fishing captain or working on a yacht, um, but things of that nature. Um, but yeah, I, I grew up here in Florida, born and raised. Awesome. Yeah. Same here. Um, and you had mentioned, uh, you know, you kind of growing up in the outdoors. I, I can't say that I really grew up in the outdoors, uh, hunting or, or fishing. I did a little bit of fishing. It didn't, I did start to get into hunting until uh, I bought my first rifle at 18. Now, literally, I got it at Walmart. Um, and then uh, really just was shooting paper. And only here recently have I, you know, gone on some serious hunts. So. What was your first rifle? Good question. So for me, I had a, a Savage Axis 223. It was okay. a bolt action hunting rifle. Okay. Yeah, didn't even really know what I was buying. Yeah. Uh, how about yourself? How was your time and experience in the woods growing up? My dad, um, rest in peace, he was the, uh, one time he was the president of the African Safari Club of Florida, which is a um, private hunting club of some pretty big hunters and, and um, guys that are in um, like involved in conservation efforts or um, you know like that the, there was a um, club that they privately donated to each year that was put on that was publicly uh, funded for FWC they did like over 300 kids a year um, five day overnight camp you could you know you would get your hunter safety there you learn how to shoot rifle handgun black powder even shoot a bow, you know, do some other fun stuff, you know, hanging out, meet friends. Um, that was a really cool thing that they put on as a private group mm-hmm. um, that they worked along with with the state. But I, I grew up hunting and fishing my whole life. Um, I've hunted in, in the United States. I've hunted in Africa. I've hunted in Canada. Um, I grew up, um, shit, I've <laughs> Uh, the first gun I ever shot was, was I grew up sh- shooting a 30 odd six. <laughs> Damn, dude. 
The dad made a point. A, 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 a high caliber round, in other words. And in, in his, and in our, in my opinion, that's more of a, just a middle line. Well, round, yeah, you know? as far as it can go for on African safaris, because I've seen uh, where it can go up to like 700 Nitro Express and stuff oh, like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. But no, don't get me wrong. A thirty out six, that'll you can hunt anything with that. That, that uh, I feel like that's the standard high caliber rifle, right? Like the, the right. you know, yeah. But it's, and even for hunting two leg animals, I mean, Carlos Hapcock was at one time the, the highest rated sniper for you know. Um, I, I heard that he used a a, a, a freaking uh, M two like machine gun, you know, but mounted a scope on it, like the the fifty BMG. Oh, no. I think he like, used an M77 or something like that, uh, 30 but, but he, he was notorious for using the the uh, Browning machine gun 50 BMG and just using it like a single-shot sniper rifle. Hmm. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> but anyways. Yeah, I, I grew up doing a lot of hunting and fishing and, you know, um, a lot of – I was around a lot of very educated hunters. Heck yeah. Um, people that had you know like i would come to somebody's house and they they would have this huge trophy room of heads you know and that was kind of like a, the normal thing i always thought it was strange when i would meet somebody and they didn't have a lot of heads in their house <laughs> i didn't i never understood that's i never understood that because like everybody that i was around they had a lot of animal heads you thought it was house. just normal everybody has so, heads in their house type stuff yeah that was very strange. If someone didn't have any, I was like, you know, looking around their house, wondering where's your heads at. <laughs> yeah. But um, that's that was something I just grew up in. Um, you know, so very heavy hunting background, but um, yeah, it, it, that was a good thing too because I, I um, it's opened up a lot of doors for me and um, experiences. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, my, my brother wasn't very much into hunting. He likes to shoot guns. But um, not so much into hunting animals and stuff. So, um, mm -hmm. okay. you know, I, I was the lucky. I got so. Yeah. So, so uh, before we get into some more well, like conspiracy theory actually, stuff. Actually, actually, oh, yeah. Okay. Before that, I wanted to, to yeah on the hunting. I, I, I was gonna say, uh, what what could you say to people that are against hunting animals and think that hunters are savages and people that they. Whereas I see it from the angle that most hunters respect animals more than even vegans would, as far as stuff like that. What do you well, What do you think what, about that? The, the, the proof. That, well, the proof is in the pudding. Like one of the people that I met over there in Africa that was our, I was introduced to by one of our PHs, which is if you're actually hunting in Africa, you have to be with someone who's licensed by the government. Okay. You have to spend two years training. So you. You basically don't just go out there and get like eaten by a, a lion or some shit, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> which is very like, possible, uh, I assume. Oh, dude, it, it's that's a very dangerous place. Um, everything, every plant on it has a sticker, like something like like a like a like a something to stick you with or prick uh, you with. Every yeah, the snakes are all poisonous. Um, the there's part there's actual rebel groups like legit like rebel groups driving around like you know like with ak-47s and stuff in the back of pickup trucks of um like it's just it's a it's a fucking it's a it's free for all it's a shit show yeah but i mean 
it gets it gets along somehow. I mean, like there is some there is a, some form of society there. But what I'm getting to is it's like there's no police to call. There's no ambulance to call. Mm-hmm. Um, something happens to you out there. You better hope you have anti venom, some sort of medical kit, some kind of first aid kit, yeah, or even that, or someone that knows some sort of medical training. Yeah, because a first aid kit only means so much as far as how much someone that knows how to use it. That's a very yeah, it's a it's a different place to be. I was in a country called Namibia, which is a third world country, and um, it's north of South Africa and south of Angola. And one thing about Africa that a lot of people don't realize is, is how big it is. Um, I don't think that, that it's truthful on the maps or continents. I mean, I know in size, we know Africa is a giant continent. But mm-hmm. like, for instance, that country that I'm speaking of, Namibia, um, was bigger than the whole continental United States. Yeah. There's, well, there's tons of map dis- distortion I'm sure you've heard of, too, which a lot of people don't understand. Whereas like a map doesn't really represent stuff accurately. But but I was just thinking about that. Like I'm in one country and we think like Florida is a big piece right. of land. This this one country was bigger than the whole 48 states. Yeah, yeah it's lots. Wow. It's insane. Yeah, Africa's big... wild. It's it's a place I would definitely uh, like to check out eventually. And heck, even big game hunting sounds amazing. Because, you know, if I go out and I have the money to hunt, something like that my, my diabetic ass does not belong there <laughs> but yeah no i would it could you know among hunters guys was that you could it was actually more affordable to hunt the only thing that was expensive in africa was your airfare mm. uh, once you actually got over there so to just hunt getting away, there yeah it's literally the round trip ticket and um but once you get there the the dollar is incredibly powerful i mean like i remember when we stayed in south africa um i spent a few nights there and i went down to like a a city that was along the ocean there Mm -hmm. and um, we ate (laughs) very lavishly what was the food like over there Uh, i would like to know that like what what is their what is like their main like dishes and stuff like um a lot of the game you eat is what you shoot um, okay. Okay. You know, so if you shot a kudu that that week, you're eating kudu for the week. How do, how do they season it though? Like, what is their like? You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of like rice and stuff. Um, like, the, but I mean, it, to be honest, a lot of the food is very similar. Like, there's there's beer, there's hamburgers, there's cheese. Um, okay. the, a lot of the fruit drinks, like their orange juice, is very um, like concentrated. Like mm-hmm. they don't like more so juice. than what you would get here, I guess. Yeah, no oranges. You have to cut the, their orange juice with like water, is what I'm saying. Like it's, oh. it's very, so my like, it, it, one glass would probably kill my diabetic ass. That <laughs> shit's yeah. like drinking straight sugar. Yeah, I'm, I'm a type one diabetic, just like FYI. <laughs> so like that would probably be bad, or I'd have to take some insulin for sure. So. uh yeah, that that uh, your experience in Africa, man, and hunting and eating the game. Um, so, what was some of like the biggest game you guys went after, uh, and then you guys eat it afterwards? Oh yeah, we ate everything. Um, That's awesome. And, and every organ. <laughs> well, no, we don't eat like the organs and stuff, but um, other animals sure would. Yeah. Uh, it, but. Everything like that we would shoot that we didn't eat would be brought to like local people 
Um, and just like whatever they want, they can take. That's take a big shit. misconception because I mean, it really does well for their economy when us hunters oh, for like sure, come dude. over there. No. It, it literally will feed us. So many people don't understand that. Like, also, a lot of them pay people to kill these animals like, in those countries because well, some, some of them are nuisances. I see that firsthand and and see like what was going on with that. And I remember there was a, a place we pulled up to on the side of the road, which was a market, and when it really came apparent to me, like I knew we were halfway across the world or whatever in the middle of nowhere, but, um, and like, in a, you know, like I, it came a very apparent to me that like, if something happens to, to anyone here, like myself, my dad, or any of the people we're with, like, this is how it is every day out there. Like shit's real. Like it's yeah. very, um, now, there's, Pete- there's, it, it, well, you're out in the middle. No, like the, the look on the, I'll never forget the look on the people's faces was like, they'd kill you for a dime. Yeah. Like these people had nothing, I, nothing I, at all. I, I'm sure that made you appreciate your life in the U.S. so much more. <laughs> it's you people here that have never seen that. We're, like, pu- like we're pussies. We're pussies. <laughs> we are compared to that shit. Oh, well, yeah, well, there was some of the people I was saw, they had never seen socks or underwear. When we pulled out nope. socks and underwear, we are out of privileged our look, bitches. That's what we are. Dude, they freaked out. They, they were fruit of the loop. Yeah. That's awesome, though, man. I'm, I'm glad you were able to do that. But I've been, too. I'm sure that was a very enlightening experience for you. Like, definitely. It made me really, made me really appreciative of like, even like, like I'm someone who believes in like minimalism. To be honest, like I, yeah. I don't see why to have like a giant house or anything like that. Um, you know, go all all the power to you if that's what somebody aspires to have. But yeah, I mean, fine. like, it 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 made me realize like our standard of living here is like absurd. It's absurd. But then again, who are we to come in and tell those people how they should live? Yeah, that was the other thing too. They had a very natural way of living out there, you know. Like, like um, the the only thing that was disturbing it was was us. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh wow, that was deep. What you just said, <laughs> like, like unintentionally, that was deep. Yeah, it's the truth. I mean, like, I a lot of that yeah. hit me at the time. Like, as a young boy or kid, I guess, like it was very. Well, and I was also scared, too. I remember one of the times when we were driving how, on the road. How, we, how old are you we, now, by the way? 28 now. You're 28? I'm only 23. Yes. But like, still, you, you, and, and when did you experience this? This trip to Africa? To Africa? I was 11 or 14. Jesus. 11 or 14. I've hunted a lot, man. But um, yeah. I was either 11 or 14 when I went to Africa. I think I was 14. I think in Canada, I was 11. Um, wow, dude. But no, like my, yeah, I was really fortunate and blessed. You know, my father was an older man too. Um, he got married late. So, you know, he, he kind of took me under his wing when he would go on these big hunts. He had been to Africa over 10 times, my dad. Um, and he had hunted all over the world. That was his thing. You know, he, he was a salesman. He worked crazy hours every day but um you know he when when he had his time off he was out in the bush 
I don't blame him, man. <laughs> nah, that, see, I, I thought I had an old dad. Well, I, I I don't know your age range yet, but uh, I'm 23 and my dad is 70 right now. So same, you've been around the same thing right there. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Me and my dad are probably like 20 years apart. I want to say about 2021. 20, that's pretty. Part. That that's not too bad. Yeah. No, we're pretty close. Uh, well, I'm 40 years or so from my dad. That's insane, dear yeah, Lord. It is. But, hey. but we can but relate let's, to it. Let's cut things. into the crazy uh, stuff. Now. So yeah, like what was what was some of the craziest things to happen while on your while on your hunting trips, man? I'm sure you saw a lot of crazy shit as much as you did hunt. Well, the first one, the thing that I think that got me into being like a conspiracy thinking type of person was that I was in I was in um Yeehaw, I was outside of Yeehaw Junction in Florida. And Ooh, we were hunting. I, I know where that is. I have no idea. And, and yeah, we were on a we we're on like a five or seven thousand acre lease. And um yeah, that, that, we, were, yeah. we were hunting some hogs. And um Tip this it. was a friend's lease, and he was a very prominent attorney here in the in the state. He's um he went to UF and all that, but he's um Long story short, this guy sued Marlboro for over $2 billion. Yes. Uh, wow. Yeah. He sued, he represented the European Union over like 13 countries back in early 2000s. You can look that case up. Yeah. But, oh, shit. No, I, yeah. So this, this guy, it was a guy that didn't have to, like, people think like Morgan and Morgan is like, this is a dude that no one's ever heard. Like, this was a very big. There, well, big there's so many cases like this, too. That people don't even think of, but yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. I'm like a bunch of guys that are very strict hunters, very smart people. And we're driving through to go to our Turkey blind in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I see, cause I stopped them that there was, I don't know if it was a person or what it was, but there, it was either someone standing in a ghillie suit and I'm almost like getting goosebumps right now thinking about this, right. but um, I just remember, and we're driving through this thick palm, like this is out in the middle of nowhere, you know? And um, the who the, who's out there, you know? And I remember how free, and, and the guy that really got freaked out was the attorney that I'm talking about, the guy, Kevin, that we were on his lead. Wow. And he was stopped and everything. We almost were late to get to our blind that morning because he was like interrogating me what I saw. What exactly, he was asking me all these different questions. And um, they wrote it off as just maybe someone poaching on the land. Uh-huh. But, I, you know, and then another, another, I used to hunt with a family. They're called the Lightsey family. And uh, they're a large cattle family. They're like, they're very large landowners in the state. And um, I used to hunt on an island, which is like a five mile radius island in the middle of the Kissimmee River. It used to be a, a cattle island. You'd have to take a cattle barge across to it to get to it. You'd put your vehicle on a cattle barge. You'd go across this island, Damn. and they stocked it with the goats and stuff. I've heard of it but, before. Um, I, have a, I have a few friends that have actually, yeah, hunted there. Yeah, from, and um, that I remember at night we would hear these weird noises. And on um, that, on the on the we, island, on the island, okay. And and we would ask the guys, like you know, what is that? You know, you got like, what? What do you? Because you know, that's not a, it's not a coyote, it's not a bear, it's not a cat. Um, you know, like we can write these things off, especially guys like that. 
And yeah, you know, so I'm, I'm wondering like, so what's that noise? What did I see out in the, that morning? You know, like, so I'm wondering like, is Bigfoot real? Is skunk ape real? Like is some of the stuff that these people have talked about, could this be real? Can I, can like, I say this about the, uh, the first interaction you said about the, uh, what was it about the ghillie suit looking guy? Yeah. So, so I have three theories, three different separate ones, which, which you could probably agree with all three because you seem like a reasonable guy. I think one, the lesser likely one, I guess, would always be that it was actually, you know, some kind of Bigfoot type person or thing right. or whatever. And then, but I think that's still like a 20, 25% chance always. And then the other is like probably like a 40, 50% chance is that it was a weird ghillie suit type hunter guy. Could have been. Could have been. Which is, which is super strange. And then the, the last one is that it was some kind of weird animal that isn't even like a Bigfoot like we think, but like a weird animal that no one's ever seen. Maybe. I mean, there's such... What do you think? What are your theories? There's such things as cryptids, right? Yes. And it's basically animals that, you know, exist in mythology, but that's about it. Now, there has been things that have been discovered, like uh, Hogzilla was a cryptid creature, and it was supposedly a, a, a pig that was gigantic. It would blow your mind. It was so huge. That. And a kid shot that thing. And that thing turned out to be real. And it was so freaking big. I mean, it blew my I mean, mind. I remember seeing it as where? a kid. I couldn't even believe it. I, I haven't seen that. I want to see I want to say it was in uh, Georgia where, there, where this happened. I'm not sure where it happened, but I remember seeing pictures of it. It blew my mind that something like that could even exist. But personally, uh, my take on it is it could be like a ghost. Uh, it could have been an apparition. Uh, I believe in that aspect of things but but who knows at this point man I, i'm just excited I, i'm ready to go i'm ready to hear more <laughs> now now we need we need your story now about your experience with bigfoot and stuff like that yeah yeah go ahead just unleash Definitely. so anyways where were we at i think we were at the island you guys were hearing okay. the noises monster pig yeah pigzilla wow hogzilla yeah unleash your uh story of your encounters with the cryptids of the woods Please. well i wouldn't necessarily say i've had like any first-hand encounter with anything um okay. i did spend a ten i appreciate the trip. discrepancy well i mean like but i mean I, I've, I've i've been i've met a lot of different people and i've i've done i've spent a lot of times can't I, i've spent a lot of time in the woods like the one instance i was going to bring up was um i spent like two months in northern montreal like northern quebec canada the province of quebec and oh, wow. there's a up there called montremblois which is like we're up in like the french territory very north quebec um and i was on a canoe trip for 10 days in algonquin national forest and I was with four other guys my age and two counselors. And we didn't have any kind of, um, we have two wooden cedar canoes that are about 100 pounds each, hand-built, ribbed out cedar canoes. Um, 
three bags, like big, like everybody had like their own bag you'd have to carry, but like they would all com- compile into like these big, long, long story short, we were like camping the same way that like Lewis and Clark had gotcha. um, back in the day. And uh, we would build three fires a day, um, you know, cook our meals off of the fire, um, clean our stuff, pack up, keep moving. We, we did about 315 kilometers um, in that 10 days. So we were portaging and, and trekking a pretty good amount. And I can honestly tell you that the whole time that we were through there, we, I didn't see one house. There's no roads. There's no there's nothing, there's nothing out there straight wilderness. and um a hundred percent and about halfway through that trip um i know that counselors were very thrown off by something um they thought that we could have potentially been being followed by pot growers is what i overheard them saying but they thought that something following us and um wait look we by what they they said they thought they were being followed by what what is that because this is oh people that you know guys yeah growing weed plants and stuff oh what's Um, wrong with that no nothing but i mean this was back like oh just where they were worried they were like drug dealer type people right like you know they're they're yeah yeah. you know this is middle-aged kids and these are you know you know guys probably your age and the counselors and in other words aggressive campers yeah let's just let it well they were just worried for our safety you know that if we stumbled upon like a large pot field or something that they might kill us yeah but uh, you know uh, but that wasn't what was going on because we started hearing like i don't know if it was wooden but there was something out there at night and, you know, we had seen a, a bear on the trail where we all just froze and stopped. A lot of us kind of just went down to like our knees. We already have a big pack on our back anyways, but um, bear didn't bother us. Um, right. But so I just know that something was up with, with those counselors out there. And I'm like a very aware, intuitive type of person as it is. And like I, I, someone who had already hunted a lot and been in different countries and in dangerous situations that I knew that something was very off. And I don't think for sure that it was pot growers like I'm like they were throwing out there. I think that like there's a lot that we think we know about the woods. And if there is something like a Bigfoot or a skunk ape, or if, if these things are out there, which the Indians say they are, um, multiple people have said they are, these creatures are so far ahead of us the second we step foot into that forest or that swamp, meaning that, that it's there everything about them has been developed over time to survive. Mm-hmm. So whether it's their eyesight, their sense of hearing, their sense of smell, their actual ability to move. Faster I, would even, than other- I would even indulge on this as far as like, I'm sure you've heard the stories of just the wood disappearances in like national parks and stuff and how 
absurd some of the disappearances are and within a split second a child will be missing within under a 10 second like period yeah crazy fast just snatched up and nobody can find them just poof gone that's all stuff is really weird too but like if we're thinking if we're talking directly specifically a bipedal animal that we think could actually be living in remote places well i think it's a community of things it's, it's well i don't know i i don't know i've never seen one i've never physically seen one no nah, so not. it's it's like it's hard to say for me but like there's people that have seen them mm-hmm. it's like you know it's it's hard to say that someone didn't see something well, you know, because you're either calling someone completely insane or you're just calling them a liar. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I wasn't there and I've had weird things happen myself. So, you know, I give them the benefit of the doubt because I've been, Definitely. there's, just, really there's stuff it, that you can't explain. There's UFO sightings every What's other it? day, it seems like. Uh, now, it, it's I've like only the, seen a UFO one time in my life. Innocent until proven guilty is my, is my theory on it. Right. So it's like what what can we do anyway, even if it is like a you know what I mean? Well, I think if, if it is real and the government like well here's what's weird, like you'll see like different like um brochures, like when you go like out of state to like Washington or Colorado or any of these different states and you go and you visit a park, um they'll tell you a lot about the, the different wildlife and the animals that you're likely to encounter. Mm-hmm. Um how come they have these same brochures from the 70s from Washington and Oregon State that specifically list what to do if you encounter a fucking Sasquatch? <laughs> it's like, so where did that just disappear to? Did that disappear? That actually, with- yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. Yeah, that's a well, bit odd. <laughs> Uh, but now when you, when you were out there, man, did you, you said you were on this island or wherever it was for the first oh, experience, my did you, did you hear anything like uh, a call by chance or was it just like twigs breaking? Weird. Some people say they even smell them. Some people say they have like a particular smell and a particular call. The guys that I was camping with, our counselors, they spend about a hundred days a year camping on the in themselves personally when they're not working for that camp right they're out in those woods. so those guys really know their stuff um and those i mean those 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 guys are rich true outdoorsmen those french canadian quebecers up there i mean i'm not kidding you um, they, they're legit like they can they're make wild. beautiful they things wild. out of they're wild people they, they're like the guys I was with, they're like, we don't even hunt with rifles anymore. We don't. It's too boring to hunt with a rifle. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, the, no, for real, <laughs> I like that. Yeah, there's people. I'm like, that... how am I? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's but people yeah, that man. hunt with knives. There's people that hunt with spears. I've seen. I've seen somebody on YouTube. I watched him. He was in a stand and he just threw down, threw a spear down on a black bear. On a black bear, and he's, he's like. Yeah, he got so excited, which I don't blame him, but like, I he was so excited. It's so raw. Like, I mean, honestly, that's the way they would have done it beforehand in the pr- most primitive way. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I always had a fascination with hunting and being self sufficient and everything. But 
Um, so yeah, who knows what's out there now? You, you've also mentioned too, uh, I think it was Ireland. You'd spent some time in Ireland, um, and you had like some sort yeah. of paranormal experience while you were there as well. Some ghosts. Um, I can confidently say that. Um, definitely saw ghosts. Um, uh, I was staying in an old hotel. I was on the west coast of Ireland. Um, we were visiting like where my mom's side is from. You know, my, my middle name, Shaughnessy, it's, um, it's a Gaelic name. Um, I got to meet some of my cousins and stuff over there. Um, they're all a bunch of poor farmers. They, can, they, they barely speak English. They speak Gaelic. Um, it's That's like so the badass. native Irish. Yeah, they, they don't even like really speak. Um, you know, I, I just remember like the one guy was really tall. Um, <laughs> guy was like fucking seven feet tall. And um, his his horse took a big shit in the carriage when we were. In. So, so does that smelled. does that mean they're all gay because they speak Gaelic? No, I'm, I'm no, kidding. No, that's <laughs> Dude, I, you call that to an Irish man, he'll fight you in a bar. No, I know. Imagine. It's the name of the language. It's the I'm Irish, gay. actually. Yeah, but um, but no, yeah, Gaelic, over there. Gaelic is a specific dialect over there, right? It's a yeah. whole does not sound anything like English at all. Yeah, that's right. Like it's a specific Irish dialect, correct? My man. It's, yeah. It, it's, if you heard someone speak it and speak English, you'd be like, "What?" Yeah, like, I figured. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's totally different, right? Yeah, savage. I'll fix it to do that. Yeah, man, I was the, over. The, oh, for sure. I wish we could. Was in my hotel here, room. Just to, like match them up. Uh, we can. Now, you flexing on us, man. You flexing. Uh, but yeah, so what was this like? What was this ghost experience like? Where, where were you at? Can you explain, explain in this, detail, yeah. in detail. What, what this was like? Well, this is a pretty, um, well, it's, these are, <laughs> these are things, they're stories that have never changed and yeah. uh, you don't really forget. You don't really even talk about much during your lifetime, but, mm -hmm. um, this is something I'm very confident on. I saw a ghost. Um, it was, you know, long story short, it was in the middle of the night. Um, and I was, I was like eight years old at the time. And I don't know if like your age or something makes you more perceptible or susceptible to seeing something or yeah, what. I've heard, but... this. I've heard that too. Yeah. And uh, I think they're, in some way correct i don't know what it is it's hard to explain well, my only my only like paranormal type sighting of my whole life was when i was nine years old and i looked out my house window on a wednesday night which when i looked it up like later in life is for whatever reason wednesday nights are the most likely night to see anything as far as like any paranormal or like ufo type shit. and i looked out my window and I saw a like flying circle disc type thing up in the air, like probably a hundred yards up. Like not super high, but not like super low either. And I like, believe. and it had a, a red circle glowing in the center of it. Man. And it was like a, no, it was like a full on UFO. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and I was just like, ah. And I just like went back to bed. Um, yeah so, yeah i believe you i mean uh so again like i i'm 
I believe you guys. I just like in my mind, like uh, the government has technology that we don't even know about. When the Blackbird came out, it was already flowing around like prototypes of it. Yeah, were yeah. tested in the seventies. But even and the Blackbird isn't that impressive as of now. Yeah, but the point is, we didn't know about it until the nineties. But Public. still, like, but imagine what we don't know about. Is it's, what I, yeah, it's got to be insane. Which goes back to what I said, I guess, that what I saw. But yeah, so. sorry, we threw you off. But uh, you go on ahead, man. Uh, you said you were about eight well, years old. Yeah, I was about I was eight years old, and um, my grandfather had booked this tour through his, you know, it was the University of Illinois, where he had went to went graduated from, and he later went on the Wharton School of Business. Um, but that university had some real special package deal, where you could. Um, there's a car slowly pulling past now. Um, you could uh, basically book your whole family. And the, I got a, one of my alarm sensors is tripping right now. Oh. Um, anyway. Um, Check that out. My, my family came on this trip to Ireland, and we were seeing all these different sites around Western Ireland, and the Cliffs of Moher was one of them, the Blarney Stone. Um, we got to see, like, you know, just all these cool little towns and, and stuff like that, and um, just how the people lived in Ireland, and um, it was, it was really cool because, you know, I'm Irish and, um, you know, my mom's like fully Irish and, um, you know, I, I have like, my mom has 42 first cousins. Um, I have, those are my second cousins. So my mom's first. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sleeping in this hotel room and it wasn't like any big room or anything. It was just a double bed and I was sleeping on the pullout couch and, um, it was like an apparition. It was like not even like an apparition, dude. It honestly looked like a person, and it looked like a soldier to me, like someone who was dressed up in like a uniform, and he was like slowly going back and forth through this. It was like, and what was freaky though is he would walk like over to my where my parents were sleeping, and like stop right over them, and then he'd come back. And I remember I was so scared. I was like like under like my, like I, I couldn't move. I wanted to yell out. I wanted to say something to them the whole night. I couldn't, I couldn't. couldn't so, so, so you were almost in like a childhood sleep paralysis type state. I was totally awake and aware of what was going on around me. And if I, I think if I really had to, or if I felt threatened enough, I could have gotten up and screamed or whatnot, but I was just so scared. Mm-hmm. And For it, sure. Yeah. It was like that. Um, but I watched this for a good 20 or so minutes and it went away. And I asked the guy, the manager of the hotel the next morning, I said, the guy who's like taking us on the bus to see all these sites and stuff, you know, it's sort of like a group of American. And, um, you know, I asked him, I said, I, I think I saw, I told him, I said, I fucking saw a ghost last night, you know, and I'm some young kid, you know, mm-hmm. and this guy was, was really like in touch with it. He just said that the, the hotel used to be a, um, it was a place during the war, one of those wars back hundreds of years ago with England. They used that hotel as like a hospital. Wow. So I think I saw like a soldier from a couple hundred years uh, ago. Yeah, you, you saw some bleeding out type dude. He was like, I'm still bleeding. Help me, child. <laughs> uh, 
So what did this thing like look like? Do you can you remember any details? Like hundred percent. Like if you were to look like a Civil War soldier in a uniform. Yeah. Was the type of attire it was a hundred percent makes sense. Uh, yeah, it looked like that, um, and it hey, had like hey. the sense to me was like he was on guard, like he was on in guard. there, like like on guard guarding that. Room. Like 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 Kirby said earlier too is like that that just children see apparitions so much more than any adult ever will. They're just like it's something weird. There, it, it's a weird thing about that. Well, there'll know? be animals can sense stuff. I feel yeah, like more, no, animals more so more than, than even children. adults can. Yeah. And, but I feel like it's done too because I mean, uh, I mean, you'll just see weird YouTube videos where a cats looking at something. They can like sense going, energy it's just before right yeah. in a corner somewhere. It's just odd. You're like, how can you explain that? What's going on? You know? How come a dog can sense an earthquake thirty seconds to a minute before it happens, or a tsunami? They have this on video. Yeah. Yeah, good point. Animals will flee the and, scene. <laughs> and, and even deeper than that, what you guys were just saying um, about, about seeing apparitions and things in certain, I believe that there's places like, for instance, that hospital or places that have seen a lot of death in a certain area or places where people well, yeah I, I like you're saying i believe in the energy theory as far as like any negative energy that has happened for so long is gonna hold in that area like you know like they, they talk about that like things that are built over cemeteries or stuff like that like like places where people won't even go because of that you know like yeah. it, um no it's all very real man it's yeah, no, I, I I believe it's real myself. Um, I've had some experiences, and, and dude, I didn't even know about your UFO, uh, UFO experience till now. But I mean, it's crazy. I mean, I believe it. I've heard too many stories for it not to be true. I've had my own experiences, and uh, I think a lot of people are afraid to talk about it. But there's crazy stuff that happens each and every day, just like this. Tons of people have stories like this, and they just don't have an outlet or a place to talk about it. But this podcast is definitely the spot. Uh, you'd also mentioned something crazy, and you had some dealings uh, in, in, in Freemasonry, or at least ha- kind of hanging out, or some of these lodges and clubs. Uh, Here, I'll be right back. If you, if you want to dive into perfect. some of that real quick. There's a lot of misconstrued that. That's a, that is a private thing, but it's, it's obviously a group that is now came out into the and more enough to try and get them because they are a group that is basically consistent of older members and so they are looking to get more younger members to obviously join the group um but you know that goes back my family members um on both sides were were um very deep in the freemasonry and they wouldn't talk about it though. Um, I only found out about it either after someone died or just hearing about the titles which they held. Like, um, you know, and I, I won't go too deep in that, but um, there, there is, um, there's definitely a group out there. I mean, if you drive through any city, you're going to see different lodges and things like that. Right. And they do do a lot of good, most part. 
um, you know, they'd put on little events and or big events and things, you know, you've got the Shriner Children's Hospital, which is a, a pretty big hospital and an organization. Um, but there's no, I, I actually have uh, two, two family friends of my dad that you're but uh that has uh he has like multiple friends that are in the, the freemason community or are freemasons you know and stuff like that and besides the weird like ritual cultist aspect of it it's really not right. that bad like like you said like they mostly just do things for the community and most of them are just like just doing it to be a part of some club it's like a fraternity. It's like a group that they can keep doing after college or, or after. Yeah, um, but it's definitely. Like that. I mean, it, it's, it goes back to a lot of things. But, but, but then um, the roots are super weird, for sure. But there's a lot of different groups. I mean, it's like the Rosicrucians. There's um, there's the Freemasons. There's a whole bunch of different. Like, the El- the Elks Elks Columbus. Um, there's, uh, there's tons. The Damolay. <laughs> the kids freemason club the quill and dagger there's the skull and bone society uh yale university the way uh, i look at it is it's the same thing as like saying every like conservative or every liberal is bad because they're part of this group right no yeah. and i was i was going at one time i was and when i lived in colorado um i'll speak a little bit on it i was um more or less going to the meetings um but i wasn't actually a a member yet and um so i was kind of sticking my foot into the water and seeing you know um getting a taste for it because um it's not something that you can just join you do have to be invited in um and you have to be invited in with usually pretty good um uh you know the referrals i guess so to speak my dad was invited Um, but but he said no he just didn't have time for that shit well yeah i i I, um i chose not to join and i I chose not to to spend too much time with them but um they were nice to me um but what what i i got a very kind of a sinister type of energy i can totally see that yeah no from the group that I was meeting and you know I understood what it was it's a networking group and it's a very powerful networking group but from what I've seen from their energy is that it's like if you're not with us you're against us type shit well yes and no yes yeah. and no but with anything you know there's got to be some sort of alliance for anything like that to be just to, you know, to succeed, um, but they were very, they, I mean, these guys were very, very well off and, um, you know, the, the very prominent members and whatever they live in their separate towns and things of that nature or whatever profession they might have been in, um, you know, so the, I, I realized that this was a very real group um that has a lot of influence and i didn't know if i was ready to jump on board that train right um 
I mean, yeah, I, I know a pl- I know plenty of them. There's a lot. There's a, a bunch of them around here, and most of them um, that I've met have been awesome, very nice. But I don't <laughs> think there are any high ranking members, and and I'm not any, I'm not even going to judge them if they are high ranking. I don't know them personally, but I've definitely got that vibe. Um, it's a little bit more sinister once you climb up the ranks and do enough rituals. Yeah, I, I don't I don't think you, you you won't see any like dirty ass fucking. Freemason in Lake City, you know what I mean? Like he, he ain't doing nothing. He probably bad. won't be like, a high ranking member. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying, like you said, high ranking is what it means. It's mostly like, networking. Same with Scientology and like all that, like politics, all that shit. Like, no, I guess there's in any group. I mean, like even when you look at, I don't know what to think of it. I don't know if the Freemasons control the churches. Um, I don't know if you know. Uh, to the, I don't know how far to the extent to how deep they have already saturated everything is because I do know that if you study symbolism um, and if you just pay attention to symbols and colors of things that those patterns repeat a lot throughout just like driving around um, like if you look at the symbol of Starbucks or, um, for instance, if you go to some really big banks, it's it's really weird and sketchy. Like you, the, the doors, like, for instance, like the Colorado banking building, which is like right across the street from the Mint where they print money and stuff. Um, their doors are like two giant. I don't know if it's real gold, but it's like either plated gold, but it's like all these Egyptian well, I, can t- I, I can tell you this is mm-hmm. not real gold. They, they don't have money for that. But Egyptian gods. Right. Egyptian gods, you say? Yeah, they have like all these Egyptian gods over like engraved on, on, on it or some shit. Really? Or like, like, elaborate. Yeah, like, gotcha. Hmm. That seems to be uh, <laughs> a repetitive thing you see here, though, because you have Greek, uh, Greek symbolism. You see a lot of that in tons of Egyptian symbolism, and you see a lot of both of those in uh, Freemasonic like clubs and, and lodges and stuff like that. But I'm on the end Ceremonies. of those. Why would they make it this fucking obvious to us that they're doing this? If it wasn't like if they, it, it, you know, it never I mean? was intended to be. But I think the internet kind of exposed a lot of things that it, it, you wouldn't have ex- exposed had it not I been. I think half of it is true and half of it isn't, which I think you could probably slightly. Like, I, I agree. I think uh, the, there's a there's a reason that there's a thirty third degree, yeah. and the thirty third degree is uh, well, Jesus died at thirty three, so it's a complete inversion. And then once you reach that rank, you're a worshipful master, which to me, uh, you know, the way I but was even raised. Jesus uses a symbol for non-religious people. You know what I mean? Like, like what you're talking of. Like, right. Sure. Uh, to me, these, the, these evil people are actually like non, the people that are making things happen, like you're talking about, which is, tr- it is actually accurate as far as like what you're talking about, as far as the people actually controlling shit, is that they are totally non-religious and they just use like things as symbols totally. I think they hide behind uh, their said religion, which is usually Catholicism, but 
and that they, being said, and they that's use that as a catalyst through like Satanism, I think, in a way. Like, well, it's a means to mask themselves. Yeah, they can mask themselves definitely. in society and definitely. say, I am this. And meanwhile, behind closed doors, do something that's really insidious and dark, well, and the complete opposite. You know? What I don't understand about it is, I don't know if these people truly believe that they're inheriting some sort of like power or some sort of wisdom or like if they participate in some sort of strange ritual well, per se. That's, why, that's my biggest question yeah. is what do, what do they think they're getting from well, whatever they're doing? Well, it's not really what we believe. We can believe whatever, but it's what they believe because these are the people that are practicing well, but it. That, and they have the power, but I'm saying what do they think they're getting out of whatever they are doing? Well, that's the curiosity of it. That's what got me into the, into the dinner to begin with was I wanted to kind of put my feelers out so to speak and and for one i wanted to give it an honest chance number one i wanted to see you know what what it was about and mm-hmm. they're, they're very careful they don't let let you know very much they yeah. won't let you know anything to be honest um That's the annoying part and and it, like even while you're in there like the stuff that they want to be to speak about behind closed doors, they do that behind closed doors. They don't just do that with with, with people that are in there. But I did overhear some stuff in there that made me really nervous and um, made me want to leave right away. And um, I didn't come back after that. Um, I actually moved out of that state. Wait, come back to where? To, uh, like, like I moved back from Colorado back yeah, to Florida. But I'm saying, what, 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 what situation are we talking about? Yeah, what, what were they like? What were some who, of the who things? Is they? I, if you don't mind, who is they? Hypothetically, like, you know, if you're over here and people talking about like doing rituals in a cave somewhere in Europe, and you're sitting and halfway across the country here um makes you realize real quick you're not just watching a youtube video so you're saying you were hanging out with some like devil worshipy type people well they were talking about being done from literally across Gotcha. like in, in a different country well, that was which makes it bomb too. so it makes you think it's like holy crap how far stretched are these people and how much power do can they I, hold because they take positions in politics i can't say one way or the other i just know that what i heard was to me made me uncomfortable and i didn't feel comfortable being there any longer and um Yo, bro, have you no, they're seen not. the new uh, the new John Wayne Gacy Netflix video or the documentary? No, bro, you would love it <laughs> for real. You would. This is like the, the shit you're talking about, kind of in a weird way, relates to like this documentary. Mm. So, um, oh. yeah, and uh, going back to these people, like we were saying. Uh, I can I can only imagine what they were saying, you know. But a ritual is a ritual. I don't know if you just saw this uh, not too long ago. Uh, Megan Fox came out and said that uh, her and Machine Gun Kelly drink each other's blood for ritual. That's just them being edgy as hell. That's just them being edgy. (laughs) I can tell you that right now. Either Uh, way, it's just weird, man. Nah, but these celebrities, especially that they've. 
been trying to be edgy as hell. MGK has released this cringy ass Blink 182 esque album, and he's trying to make it go so viral by like causing like turmoil in the media and like say like, <laughs> yeah, we drink each other's blood just so we can get a hype album. That's all it is. Right. Maybe. Well, here's the real question is, is once you start getting older, how far would you go to retain youth? It, would you actually drink blood of another human if that's going to reverse your aging? Or would you do stem cells? Or would you, like, the, the thing is, is if there is any truth to the to the sick stuff, then it, it, it doesn't justify it, but it makes more sense that if it is actually happening. Well, then do, well, well, then like you said, do stem cell fucking therapy because stem cell therapy is actually scientifically proven. You don't just drink people's blood. That's insane. Yeah. Well, get this. I, I've actually had stem cell therapy in this knee right here, actually in both knees. Uh, and really? I could say, yeah, it, uh, it costs me a little bit. It's super uh, effective. But I haven't had my, my knee just used to just dislocate on it any weird step it would just hyperextend and move out of well, place and fall down with well, it me as a type 1 diabetic there's research showing that they can actually make my pancreas work again as mm -hmm. far as making insulin it's crazy but, but like but that's so far out apparently but like uh, still it's a it's a possibility it's i'm I mean. a firm believer I, I know it works i've had it done on me so and there's also something, it's repeatable in rats, it's a scientific study. Uh, if you give young or baby rat blood to an elder rat, that rat's life is prolonged. It's a scientific well, fact. Yeah. Well, that's the and thing it's, that's like, it's repeatable it in humans, too. It's, it's, uh, but that's not stem cell. No, that's literally just circulating somebody else's blood, whether it be younger blood uh yeah stem cells you know, different than, yeah that yeah uh, but yeah they, they'll definitely do that and uh rich people will buy uh, a, a young person's blood spend tens of thousands of dollars mm -hmm. on that and it it's it's crazy it, it actually works and i think we're being lulled into it and numbed into it it to it being normal and it's being been normal i, I think for it should years be normal. years i think it should be normal well and the thing is is it's kind of weird it's i think well, when I say this too, when I say normal, well, they're talking about is ritual purposes. I have no problem with anybody going but and doing that's a blood not, transfer but that's thing. not why they're normalizing it. <clears throat> Maybe. There's been a lot of vampire movies and a lot of novels that have come out that have completely normalized Morbius it. failed, let's be honest. But, uh, I mean, that's that's my opinion. That's I, I The way I see things is, like, I, I think there's but, a push but, for oh, it on, to be on a joke note, Have y'all heard of the Morbius movie and how shitty it is? No, I haven't. <laughs> the Jared Leto one, the new Morbius superhero movie with Marvel? <clears throat> I've, okay, now I've heard, yeah, I, yeah, I know what you're talking terrible about. Terrible movie. Oh. But that being said, I think there's not just something to it. I, it's scientific fact. And then that it's a great technology. It's a great life-saving technology, but if you're doing it for ritual purposes, you're doing it for your own but personal. Who is doing that? Game. But it, I, what I would say is that it doesn't gain anybody's like interest as far as like them doing it for ritualistic purposes. 
I what think it's all, you have everything to gain for yourself. If, right, if they actually it, work, why else you, why would like, you be doing that? If like people like Hillary Clinton are doing it, they ain't gonna gain nothing from it. She's already like she's fucked. Like she's so old. Like it oh yeah, matter. it never like, it never pays off in the end. So that's why it's not just the blood that they're they're after. Uh, you know, they're really pushing for a transhumanism. I don't think so. To, uh, I think that's an absurd way of thinking. I think it's one, inevitable. Then one of the ways that they can push population control is through the gay and lesbian agenda and the, the whatever the LB whatever Q. Um, <laughs> that, that's the whole. That's part of the whole human population control. I disagree agenda. because most of those people are pretty chill. I think I, I've got nothing against them, but I do think it's being pushed on the kids to slow reproduction because that will actually help with slowing climate change, or at least that's the experience. That would help with population control, which I think we should have anyway. It's nothing because. against people, but it's the fact that gay people don't reproduce like we don't need them to. We we need we need less reproduction if I if if you're asking me. Well, that's what they're. That's they would agree with that. That that's one of the things on. I I agree with that. Is what I'm saying. Some people do. Mass murderers um, would also agree. A genocide. We need we need to bring back <laughs> genocide. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's not do that. No, let's, that would be bad. <clears throat> very bad. But no, I I think uh, I think we're headed in a crazy direction. I think uh, there's a lot of people pulling the strings that are complete weirdos that do these ritual type things. That's been the way for like, uh, but they wouldn't give now. away all their secrets. You know what I mean? They want to, they want to hold on to that power. If there is some sort of power to it. And why would they tell just any Joe blow how right. to get this power? If they can harness it. Like I've themselves? always said that even, even Trump didn't have the power we thought he had, which we saw that. And then Joe Biden has no power, obviously. Which, in my theory, no president has ever had any power for the past like. Trump was winning the, the election up until everybody went to sleep at like two in the morning, somewhere between like two in the morning and like five in the morning. Um, those election numbers changed real quick. I'm not even talking about election fraud, bro. I'm just talking about like every president for the past like 14, 15 years or more has just been a figurehead. Just to do whatever, even Trump. Trump maybe, but Trump did a lot. I mean, look at our economy. No, Obama did the same thing Trump did, where nothing bad happened, nothing good happened. No, Obama was the one who started screwing things up. No, Obama just drone struck a bunch of innocent people. That's all he did bad. (laughs) That's pretty bad, though. Oh, it's terrible, but so did. Trump did that too. It's not a lot of policy changes. He allowed the uh, Smith Month Act. Trump Trump did nothing impressive. The Smith Month Act. So he allowed and also uh, also also Trump followed through with nothing that he said he was going to follow through with, which is why I voted for him. But everything he said he was going to do, he almost didn't guarantee or follow through with it at all. He said, "Well, it's kind of hard to when when you have people." Oh, the wall, the border wall. What what did he do with that? It was started. He started the bill. Oh, oh, 10 miles of it. And that's it. Did you know that human trafficking went down 72%? That's great. And I'm saying because what he said he was going to do as far as building the wall and making people, Mexico pay for it, didn't do that. He didn't do that at all. Wait, you're saying that he only built 10 miles of wall? 
Not even that, I don't think. Look it up. Okay. I think you yeah. built way more than that. But uh, so as far as human trafficking goes, with the border being so strict and them telling them, you know, basically returning them, basically every time they come in, all right, we'll hold you for a little bit, we'll figure out who you are, and then we you, we send you right back to where the heck you came from. Yeah. And yeah, you yeah, had decent, you had a lot of vomit. Do you know you, we have Chinese people teaching people in Mexico, cartel members, how to make fentanyl, and then they sneak it over here. I'm sure and they, they sell do. it to us, and it taints us. That's nothing and then new, though. thousands of people are dying. And it's crazy. If we just had secure borders, how much, you know, we could prevent that from actually happening. But this is a whole argument. I didn't come to argue politics tonight. No, 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 but no this is a discussion. Yeah. To correct your friend here, uh, Trump completed hundreds of miles of wall uh, along the southern border. It was halted by Jake Biden. No, we're going to have Google um, off over here. <laughs> after President Biden took office, he signed a handful of executive orders fulfilling campaign promises and blah, blah, blah. So that wall would have been finished uh, during Trump's next presidency, which would have been right now. Southern border. Just how much did Trump how much uh, ten, ten miles or less of wall, which is complete bullshit. Yeah, you've heard of the Smith Month Act. Wait, what is that? The Smith Month Act, the Obama administration, <clears throat> and the nullification of the Smith Month Act, which actually prevented the use of propaganda on the American people, basically the media allow it now allows the media to use propaganda on its own citizens of, of their country, you know? So well, <clears throat> there's that, which crazy. That happened, I think it was in 2012 uh, is when that was nullified. Yeah, 2012, uh, May, May 10th, 2012. <clears throat> I just know when I used to fill my tank up. The Trump ago. administration say they have completed more than 400 miles of border wall since this date, which was when this is when Trump was pre in presidency. It says looks like a lot more no, than 10. Sh <laughs> shut up. It's 452 miles in total, according to the latest U.S. Customs and Border Protection information. However, only 80 miles of new barriers have been built where there were none before. That includes 47 miles of primary wall and 33 miles of secondary wall built to reinforce the initial barrier as far as what Trump has added on to. So you, are you, are you against the wall? Is that what you're trying to no, say? No, I'm for the wall, but I'm saying Trump didn't do near as what he told you he did. Yeah. No, they, well, the, they stopped construction of it when Joe Biden came into office. No, but Trump didn't do what he said he was going to do is my main point, bro. Well, you know, we're supposed to be building back better. I don't see anything built back better quite yet. No, none at all. Trump is, the, Trump is a bigger politician than any politician has ever been. It's my point. That's each their own. But uh, anyways, man, uh, with all this. File your tax return for the year. Get back to me. With your point, because uh, right now our country is in a really bad way. 
Oh, it's no Joe Biden's worse than Trump is my all other point. I would I would agree with you on that. <laughs> uh, yeah, we got a lot. Which, of you would agree with that, right? Loose, loose cannons. I think Joe Biden is the worst thing to probably worst thing to happen to this country in over what 20, 30 years. I think possibly it's ever more He's than the that. worst president we probably, probably ever had. actually. In the wall for over 20 years now. I've been following border immigration, the wall, etc. Um, and I know for a fact that when you look at just the numbers that were released the other day of people, aside from the wall or not, but the numbers of people that come into our country now daily from Mexico are, are through the roof compared to what they were and that's not even the that's not even the biggest problem though as far as our our current president there's so many worse things that he's done as far as like gun control bullshit and all that fuck him dude fuck joe biden has to do with with the the policy that trump had in place which was being followed by our all all joe biden's presidency has been based on is going against everything trump ever did for no reason it's just a, it's it, it's crazy to watch now because you see now both sides, now more than ever want to lock each side up. Like I want you thrown in jail for the way that you think. It's and that's it's, not how it should fucking it's work. Really radicalized now to a crazy extent. But this is like it's it's hard to talk politics, you know. But it's it's, the, it's just, hard. You said that Trump had only built ten miles of wall or less. When it was like 400 miles. No, he only added more. 80 as far as the total it came out to. So, so yeah, eight times more. That's yeah. not too bad. I, I wasn't too wrong. 80 miles is a shit ton of wall. But, it, but put it in the- also, I, I would add on to that, though, is that a wall itself doesn't affect anything as far as like people wanting to what? get over a border. For it to get passed, for him to even get the funding approved to start the wall, that took about two years. So it's not like he yeah. had no, yeah, no, before. no. I'm not dissing. I'm just saying that he said all these promises just like every other politician, and then he didn't execute them just like every other politician. Yeah, I'm gonna go out and say it. You know, I, I, I don't have any president that. Uh, well, let's just say I've only voted for Donald Trump twice. There hasn't been anybody that's been as funny as that guy. I voted for him as I, uh, or as I guess you could say, everybody else felt to me like a politician. He didn't, so that's why I voted for him. And you know, yeah, maybe he didn't come through with all of his promises, but to me, I was like, he was bro, probably bro, like the best bro, one we've if had. He, if he runs again, if he and he succeeds, if they don't stop him, I'm voting for him again. He's better than what we got. No, I, I miss yeah. I miss the discourse. <laughs> I really do. Like, <laughs> you missed the discourse. Yeah, I mean, well, there'll definitely be discourse if he wins again. I mean, again, that would be insane to think about. But I mean, anything's possible. We've had it so bad with just this guy. It's like give us somebody who's real, even if they're a fuck up. Your guys' schools through all your teachers, and I had to deal with them too. Um, but there's been regardless of what subject you took a class almost every teacher was a socialist not all of them but most and if they weren't they were a socialist meaning that i didn't go to college but i know the college is full of those bitches 
Well, well, especially in high school, but the, there's a lot of closet socialists, and they'll play both sides of the fence and just as, as long as it looks good for them, but they don't truly hold to one side. They don't really have an opinion, and it's like a lot of these people that are intimidated by, I guess, the big bad wolf Donald Trump having a Twitter feed. Um, and it's finally back now. Yeah. I didn't even know this. He's he, got his back. Yeah. Elon Musk, as soon as he bought Twitter, bro, he brought it back. No way. And in the in tw- Trump first tweet, he said, "Thank you, hashtag uh, Elon Musk or whatever." Wow. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he got his Twitter feedback. I think he's actually not going to reinstate it. Is what he said. Oh, no, really? no, he, he definitely got his Twitter back, but he, he, I don't. I, all the Republicans are telling Trump, "Don't tweet." Like, huh? Well, I was he hasn't gotten it back yet. He, no, he, he got it back two days ago, bro. Look, that's wild. Oh, it, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. Uh, no, it's, it's hilarious. It's oh, he really funny. did. It's great to well, see. I, it. I remember there was something he said. Uh, I think he uh, posted something about. He said thank you at Elon Musk. He, he remember. I remember something about seeing him posting. He made a hole in one on his own golf course. And uh, I don't know about that. Like, the, the rumors are true. Thank you, I, Elon Musk. The rumors are true. I did. I, I hit a hole in one. People are talking no, about it. Didn't. It's I'm hilarious. <laughs> but no, he said. Return to Twitter. Elon Musk. Thank you. Reverse the fan. I am not going to be dealing with Elon Musk. Do what now? Chris there. What'd you say, Christian? Oh, I was just reading. It says that Trump says he hasn't gotten his. It says that he's not going back to Twitter, which I think is a really good move on his point because um, it just makes him even more powerful in the um, in the media. It, using him as like a, more of a limited edition when anything he comes out or says. Um, but yeah, he hasn't got his Twitter feedback yet. We would know. We would see the the tweet. Yeah, so. yeah I I kind of thought so. But uh, yeah, we've been uh, having a few drinks tonight. <laughs> it happens. But uh, I mean, either way, man, it's been a great time talking to you. Uh, uh, we'll have to uh, do another follow-up episode in the future. Uh, it was a good time just getting your opinion on things. Uh, I know we just went mostly over stories. We barely touched on a few opinions, but uh, overall, a uh, great night. It's been a little over an hour now, so probably going to be calling in the night. Uh, got a fully packed route tomorrow, so. But yeah, man, it was great having you on. And tell us, uh, so if uh, say somebody wanted to hit you up for an Airbnb, they could just find your stuff on the apps, right? Yeah, if they search anywhere around Fort White or any of the things generally comes up, um, Verbo, Airbnb, booking.com um yeah did you say you were uh, getting your diving license uh you're gonna be able to take people down to the springs and maybe do some diving stuff like that in the future there's a lot of liability involved with that um right. something that i'm considering um but you know if somebody ever got lost in a cave or something i would be in big yeah now, I've seen too many uh, Mr. Ballin videos on YouTube about like cave diving incidents, and we're like, especially in Florida, we're like just dumb, ignorant people go down in caves and think they can handle it, and 
they don't they don't live yeah yeah but uh anyways guys i think we're gonna call it a night uh it was great talking to everybody uh great catching up with you man and uh great having you on as a first-time guest dude i really appreciate you taking the time to you bring him back too he's an interesting guy yeah, like I agree. Yeah. We're going to have to have you back on, man. It was a great time having you on. And uh, yeah, we'll just uh, hit you up for the next go around eventually. Yeah, I had fun. Thank you. Absolutely. And if uh, if you don't mind, just go ahead and leave us a review on Spotify. You'll be able to watch this interview uh, or you can just listen to it uh, anywhere where podcasts can be streamed. You can only watch this on Spotify. So just remember that anywhere else. Uh, after midnight tonight, this episode will be released and you can listen to it where all podcasts are streamed. Thank you so much. Y'all take care and we'll see you next time. Deuces.